Hi, welcome to After the Crisis with Victoria. On this podcast, we talk about stress, trauma, plain old bad days, and how those events impact the way in which we walk through the world. Everyone needs to be heard, and I am here to listen. Together, we will find realistic, healthy ways to turn our setback into a comeback. If you're a person who has ever endured difficult times, which have left you feeling disconnected from your authentic self, a little bruised, or even a little broken, this podcast is for you. Hi, everybody. Welcome to After the Crisis with Victoria. I am Victoria English Martin. This is my first episode, my first time hosting a podcast. I'm not nervous. You're nervous. Thanks for being here. Thanks for listening. Thank you to everyone who knows me and has been a part of my journey getting to this point. I am here because I'm inspired to help and to serve. And that's the only thing I'm good at. (laughs) The recording and everything else, I can't make any promises. I will do my best. A little bit about the podcast, about me, what you can expect. This podcast is for you if you have ever been through a crisis. Raise your hand if you've been through a crisis. I see a lot of virtual hands out there. A crisis can take a lot of forms. It can be a health crisis, a job loss, loss of a loved one, a major move, relationship issues, breakups, makeups. Sometimes we have people rally around us during those times, and during other situations, we may struggle in silence. Some situations have a conclusion. Other crises seem to drag on for what seems to be forever. Whatever the crisis, it leaves a mark on us, and we are changed after such an event. And that's what we're here to talk about. We're also here to talk about not just surviving a crisis, but thriving after a crisis. I've created this space because I want it to be a place where we can share stories, talk about solutions, and just be real. Just be real with each other and stop putting a happy face on things that aren't always so happy. But with that, I want to inspire hope because I think that it's really important to be honest and real about the impact that situations in life can have on us. I think it's important to feel heard and validated. And then it's absolutely critical to find solutions to implement healthy changes, to replace some of the bad habits we may have developed during that time of stress, replace those habits with healthier ones. So those are some of the things we're going to talk about during this podcast. We've already cleared up that everyone listening has been through a crisis. And here's another question for you. When you've gone through a crisis Did you kind of get the feeling that you were supposed to be a certain way when that crisis was over? And when I say over, I mean over for other people. Did you feel like there was a time limit during which you were allowed to have certain feelings, behave in certain ways, but at some point you needed to put a period at the end of that sentence and go back to regular life, to be the old you? the person people knew before the situation happened. Maybe 
you tried to go back to the old you and be that certain way, but your outside didn't match your inside. Maybe you felt unaligned, off-center, inauthentic. Maybe you felt like you were wearing a mask, putting on a show to make others comfortable. I can relate to all of that. And that's another thing we're going to talk about. How much of that is us doing it to ourselves to make other people comfortable? And how much of it is our culture, our society saying, okay, it's time to get back to, quote, normal. I'm creating a community aside from just a podcast. My intention is to help you feel like you're a part of instead of a part from. I'm building a supportive community, a place where we can share stories, where we can learn from each other, teach one another, and just be real about what's going on, what has gone on, and what we'd like our future to look like. By being a part of this podcast and a part of this community, you will get healthier in body, mind, and spirit. I'm going to be having on all sorts of experts in mental health, wellness, spirituality, relationship experts, all of those parts of life that when put together, create a complete whole person. And my job as an integrative health coach is to empower you to make lasting health behavior changes. I'll help you make better choices. I'll help you take the information we're getting from these experts and learn how to integrate it into your daily life. I'm also going to be very honest and real with you about what my journey has been. And my journey is ongoing. I haven't put a period at the end of this sentence. I have not come out on the other side of my crisis. I still live it day to day. I have good days and bad days, and I'm going to share those with you all because, again, this is about keeping it real. My life is not tied up with a shiny ribbon, and I'm not here to be on display as a superwoman who's overcome obstacles and is here flexing her muscles (laughs) for everyone to say, wow, I wish I could be like her. I am still in the trenches on a lot of days. And hopefully that will be a point of connection for all of us where you can feel safe sharing your stories with me. And it is an honor to hear your stories. And that has a lot to do with why I am where I am today as well from the stories I've heard. Anyway, I guess I should tell you a little about myself. I am 49 years old. I am a Pilates instructor. I am an integrative nutrition coach. I'm a mother of four. My oldest three babies are in their 20s. They're still my babies. And my little one is in middle school. I've had plenty of crises in life, like most of us. The biggest, most ugly crisis began in April of 2018 when I was diagnosed with triple negative breast cancer. I found it in the shower I felt a lump in the shower after having had a clear mammogram just a few months prior. I went to the doctor four days later, and they immediately biopsied it, and I found out that it was indeed breast cancer. 
I also found out that I had something called triple negative breast cancer, and I was stage 2B, meaning that the tumor was of significant size and had spread to several of my local lymph nodes. I'll spend more time educating you all about triple negative breast cancer, but to describe it briefly, it is rare and extremely aggressive. It spreads like, as my doctor said, wildfire. It also has a higher risk of recurrence than many breast cancers. There are no shortcuts with this cancer. They throw the kitchen sink at it, and I had to start treatment right away. I didn't even have time to fly back to Florida, where my three older children were in college. I also didn't have a chance to go to Florida to see my father and stepmother and tell them in person. So I had to tell them all via FaceTime and to see the crushed look on their faces is something I'll never forget. With that, I set out to be the A-plus cancer patient. And that is where I entered the dangerous territory of expectations, control, and attachment to outcomes. So before I continue with this story, take a moment and think about where this might apply in your own life. Expectations, control, and attachment to outcomes. In April, I began 16 rounds of chemotherapy with the harshest combo of medications available. I was hospitalized for 10 days because I developed sepsis. I had to receive several blood transfusions and white blood cell booster shots five days a week. I also did my best to keep exercising and eating well. Certainly with that regimen, self-discipline, and mindset, I'd crush that cancer. I even promised my oncologist that I'd do 30 push-ups the day of my final chemo, and I did. I'll share that video with you all. A few weeks later, I confidently went in for my double mastectomy surgery, very sure that they would find no live tumor, meaning that I'd have a lower risk of recurrence. Cancer would be behind me. When I woke up from surgery, I found out that there had been live tumor remaining, along with some cancerous lymph nodes. The surgeon got what he calls clear margins, meaning that as far as they knew, they had been able to remove all of the cancer, but that was not assured. What that means is that I remained in the high-risk group for recurrence. With triple negative, that cancer risk According to latest data, well, I don't know how recent it is, a few years maybe, but according to the latest data, the recurrence rate is somewhere around 30%, and there is no cure for recurrence. All I remember is screaming, crying, and trying to crawl out of my hospital bed before the nurses sedated me. When I look back now, that is where I broke. I thought I'd be okay. I pretended I was okay, but I wasn't okay. 
I went through 20-something rounds of radiation, a hysterectomy, and six months of oral chemotherapy. All of those came with their own side effects. I was definitely thrown for a loop. As much as I attempted to return to my life, I was in a very, very dark place, a deep depression. I was having flashbacks and extreme anxiety about my future or lack thereof. I was pushing away my loved ones. I was self-medicating. We'll get into that in another episode. (laughs) Basically, I was a hot mess. And I was crying out for help. Thankfully, my family saw that I was in distress and pain. And I reached out and got help to cope with the reality of what my body had endured, what my spirit and psyche had endured for the past year. But like I said, there are good days and bad days. And I'll share more about that as we continue in this journey. My life has a lot of beauty in it today. I am very, very grateful to be alive. But I'm not the old Victoria. I don't quite know who I am right now. I'm figuring that out. As I was going through this, I found that I wasn't alone in this struggle. There are more cancer survivors today, thankfully, than there ever have been. But there's a big void in the healthcare industry, in society. As we come out of treatment, there's really no playbook on how to do this, how to do life when you're walking through it in a completely different way. So originally, this podcast was just going to be about life after cancer. But then I started to realize that everyone is walking through life with scars. Mine are just a little more obvious because my hair's only a few inches long and I have lost body parts. I've lost my breasts. I've lost my reproductive organs. I'll never look the same. I'll never feel the same. Mine are just more obvious. So many of you listening right now have scars that are deeper and uglier and harder to cover than mine. And your stories need to be heard. And you need to know that it's okay to not be okay. That there's a place you can come and tell your story. I don't care if you're still in it, if you went through it a year ago, if you went through it 10 years ago, you deserve to be heard. And hopefully the experts that I find and my coaching skills can also provide some healing One thing I found is that a lot of us pick up some bad habits after a crisis, and those bad habits symbolize the same thing. We're covering up pain. We're avoiding feelings. It's all the same shirt, just a different color, and your shirt may look like sugar addiction. It may look like overeating in general. Maybe you disengage from people. Maybe you've disassociated with your body. Maybe you drink too much. Maybe you take pills. Maybe you are hooked on social media. Maybe you're just angry 
or carry a mantle of sadness on your shoulders that has stolen the joy from your daily life. We all have something. We all have stuff. And we wear it on the inside. Sometimes we wear it on the outside. But that's what we're here to talk about. So we're also going to have some fun. (laughs) I like to inject a lot of humor. And you will find me laughing at my situation sometimes, making jokes about having been bald or having body parts that aren't mine anymore. But it's going to be a cool journey, and I'm excited. And as you subscribe and walk with me and our community in this journey, we will be diving into how life experiences have shaped us. I will be listening to your suggestions and feedback to create a space for healing conversations, for coaching, for hope. So here's what I'd like you to do. Please join my free Facebook community. You can click subscribe to my podcast. That would be awesome. If you like what you're hearing, please leave a review. If you don't like what you're hearing, just keep on scrolling. (laughs) And please follow me on social media at After the Crisis with Victoria. And I look forward to talking to you next week. Thanks. Thanks for listening to After the Crisis with Victoria. For more about me, how I can serve your needs, and links to our special guests, please subscribe to this podcast and visit victoriaenglishmartin.com. Also, come on over to our free Facebook group and join our community, After the Crisis with Victoria. I'm offering access to fun, healthy, and thought-provoking content. Additionally, you'll find exclusive programs, workshops, and one-on-one coaching. Until next time, count your blessings, not your burdens. And remember, there is life after the crisis.